The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report on 1500 AM and anywhere where you can download your podcast. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. Follow Kevin on Twitter at Stanfield Kevin. I'm at Claude J Media. Commanders win. Commanders win. The Eagles are no longer undefeated. The Commanders go to Philadelphia and win. There's so many things we can talk about, but let me just start the show by saying this, Kevin. Number one, you know, before we started recording, we were having some technical difficulties and I couldn't hear Kevin, although Kevin could hear me. Right. So I was tempted to do the show without being able to hear what Kevin was saying. You know, like, like, let's see if we can make this work and just see how ridiculous that would be. And the reason I was thinking is because if Kevin reviewed movies that he hasn't seen, then maybe I can do a show where I can't hear what my co-host is saying. And so oh, how funny we'll would that be? That would be very funny. That would show me that you didn't really care about what I was saying anyway. Right? No way. Especially yeah, if yeah. the show went on without a hitch and it sounded exactly the way the normal show sounds. Like, he really doesn't listen. He just, yeah, he yeah. just blah, 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 blah. And okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh, That's by the, the way, show. speaking of movies and movie reviews, Kevin is going to review a movie that he saw. Uh, That's so, right. Sorry to disappoint all the fans that love hearing Kevin to review review movies that he hasn't seen, but he's a world-renowned movie reviewer and, hey. so he, and critic, and so he has to see these movies, and so yes. he'll still review movies he hasn't seen, but That's he right. has right. to see them and review them. And well, so give, let me give you a little tease. Let me give you a little tease. Yeah. After you hear this review, you may never listen to this show again. Uh, so. uh, uh, okay. All right. I think I know. But that's a tease. That's, that's what we in the business call a tease, right? So that's, <laughs> right. you got to listen to the whole show because you don't know when this review is coming, right? Yeah, but, you don't okay, know when it's right. coming, so you got to listen to the whole show. That's so right. We got fake news and not coming up in the second segment. Uh, but let's just talk about this commander's win, big win against the Eagles. Um, here's here's the thing, and I'm just going to start out with this, uh, and we can go where we want to go with it. Before we get into nuts and bolts and what we saw and defense this, turnover that, before we get into any of that, I'm tired of having to defend the fact that I think number four should get a fair shot. I'm done with it. <laughs> Is any, does anybody watch the team when he's in? Like, and, and again, he's doing this without the confidence of the coaching staff or the organization that he right. can be the starter. Imagine, right. instead of, well, did you watch him in this game? Well, did you watch that? Well, that, it's like he also doesn't have and never had the full confidence of the staff. And again, before anyone says, well, they see in practice what we don't see and they know, it's like, but they also make bad decisions all the time. And so them not going with them is just a string of bad decisions that we point out all, that we point out all the time. Number four is showing you Give me a chance. Give me a shot. Like, let me try. Does he make some bad plays? Absolutely. Does he make good plays? Yes. And he's the only quarterback on the roster that when when things break down, that he can make something happen. And I don't know if you've seen the offensive line lately or you've seen this team function. Things break down all the time. And so you, and so it benefits you to have someone back there, someone with the ball in their hand, who doesn't mind making something happen. I have no clue why they don't believe in four. I have no clue why there seems to be this meet. Now, well, now I'm starting to sense some of the media here in D.C. starting to switch to number four. We've been on four. And now all, all of a time. sudden, and so I have no clue why they don't want to see. The fans love him. His teammates love him. What's the problem? What's the problem? I, I think that um, this is the best way for it to be. 
because this gives him the opportunity of just going out there and letting it fly, right? You know, because he knows they don't care. They, he knows. <laughs> it's like, I, I use this analogy all the time. It's like the prom day. I tell you, you know, the, the, you know full disclosure, I'm, and I've told you, I'm like the, um, the third string musician at my church, right? You know, so <laughs> if, if, if two guys can't make it, like two bass players and two drummers can't make it, I'm there for them, right? <laughs> and I'll play anything I can. But the whole purpose is to have some type of bass line or beat in the, right. in the thing, right? You know, but so there have been several occasions where like, you know, church starts at nine and they say, okay, well, you don't have anybody. So I'll get on the drum kit at, at 8.55. Okay, I'm ready to go. I'm, you know, warming up and all that. Mm -hmm. At 8.56, the, uh, the drummer comes in it's okay, Kevin. We're good now. <laughs> We're good. Get up, right? So, so I can relate to it. I am the Heineke of, of the of the church choir, right? So I can relate to that, right? You know, the coach. This coach got up there and stood in front of the media and said, "Yeah, one of the needs we want to address is quarterback." Correct. I mean, coach, you 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 got a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm here. I'm, I'm, here. I'm here. I'm the one that gets hit all the time, right? You know, so I, I think he's in that unique position where he just doesn't care. You know, I mean, he cares, right? right. But he doesn't care of, of, of his prestige or his position at being the quarterback. He's out there playing for love of the game. And not, you can tell. And you can yeah. tell. Not not for stats, not for the Hall of Fame. It's like he is generally having a good time. And even you can when see it. Going bad. He yeah. gets fired up. He gets yes. fired up. He's excited. He's excited when there's a good play. You know what I mean? He's upset when there's a bad Like, he, he cares. It's obvious that he cares. And by the way, he's playing good ball. Right. And, you know, they had an interesting stat yesterday, uh, last night of uh, uh, the, the, the team record in the past was X number of years. Heineke is 50%. It was nine and nine, right? Mm -hmm. You know, nine and nine. The team is under 50%. <laughs> and so this is the personality right. of this team. It's like it's like when he throws a deep ball to, to Terry McClure. He threw one last night and it got picked off, right? Mm -hmm. I think that that's their relationship. I think Terry tells him, and I don't know this, I think Terry tells him, man, look, Throw the ball. Yeah. <laughs> you got 50-50 chance. Either I'm going to get it or he's going to get it. If you right. don't throw it, there's no chance of me getting it, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. I'm with you 100%. This is the quarterback of this team. Yeah. yeah. I don't, you know, now, right. by the way, he's 500, you know, uh, uh, in, in that span that you just mentioned. And again, that's without the full support of the coaching staff <laughs> and the organization. That's coming in when you know you're not option A. That's coming in. And when you know you're not even option B. Again, we're not talking about the team making some blockbuster deal and somehow getting Aaron Rodgers down here. And so you say, okay, number four, you got to sit. No, we're talking about, about, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who half the time I call Matthew Fitzpatrick. <laughs> and then, and then we, and, and we're talking about Carson Wentz. Like, these are the guys that this staff is choosing over him, and there's no reason to choose the guys that you're choosing over him. If you're going to do Wentz or you're go we're going to do Fitzpatrick, why not just do number four? It made no sense, and it continues to make no sense. And for this staff to say, I mean, I, I guess I kind of get it. Like, you don't want to create an awkward situation with Carson. 
um, on the team and you don't want to say, okay, well, four is going to be our guy moving forward. You know, I, I understand that. But at some point, you're going to have to make a decision. When 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 11's back and he's healthy, you're going to have to figure out whether or not he's coming in or whether four is going to stay. I think you stay with four. Every It's obvious that the team probably you know, thinks that. But what are you going to do if you don't make that statement now? So all you're doing is kind of delaying it and delay it all you want to. But at some point, you're going to have to decide. And if they decide to come back and bring Wentz in, what do you do? What do you do? Right. You know, here's my thing. I think they should bring Wentz back. I think that there's always been this unspoken, and I've heard people speak this rule, that you can't lose your job due to an injury. If you started out as a number one guy and you get hurt, your backup comes in, he does what he's paid to do, back you up, right? right. So when right. you get to, you do your rehab and you're ready to go, you should get your job back because you earned that job from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there's going to be some people who want this guy to stay uh, uh, stay on the bench, right? I I have not heard one Bad report. Now we hear all kinds of rumors and innuendos about this team, especially in uh, with the with the drama going on out there. I haven't heard, I haven't heard one negative report about Carson Wentz mm-hmm. being a bad locker room guy, not being engaged, not you know just you know. I haven't heard all the things, the rumors we heard before he got here. That's just NFL, right? Hoopla. You know, it's just like Deshaun Jackson was a gangbanger before he got here, you know, <laughs> right. stuff like that. So uh, so I have no problem if Wentz gets his job back. However, however, you, you can't discount what this guy has done for this team. Right. You know, with 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 obvious deficiencies in weapons. I don't know who the best tight end is right now today on this team because they tried out four of them a game. Right. You don't, <laughs> you don't know. We, we we think we know who the, the second was the Jahan coming back. And it's obvious he wasn't 100 percent. We think we know who the third and the fourth best receivers are. We think. But but mm-hmm. we don't know because they just tried out a million of them. Let me go on a side note here. Um, I had the um, the pleasure on being on the Big Doug podcast with uh, oh, Big yeah. Swaggy Chris Baker, right? You know, nice. Everybody should listen. And I had a chance to, uh, to ask Swaggy about the shuffling in and out of defensive linemen. And he said that you got to do that because um, he said that – you would never make it through a whole season because you guys would just be exhausted if you expect them to play the whole game without substituting them, giving them a snap count, basically. And I thought about that last night. Why don't they do that to offensive linemen? The defensive okay. linemen is up mm. in and out. Offensive linemen have to stay there the whole game, right? right. So not right. saying that, they, that Swaggy doesn't know what he – I mean, he's a pro, right? You know, right. I learned a lot from listening to this guy. But, But – Everybody else has a snap count except for the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And it's either either A, the offensive line needs a snap count too, or B, you don't need to substitute these guys all the time. Let your best players play. And mm-hmm. and right now, number four is the best quarterback for this team. Mm-hmm. We should be, you know, we should do everything possible to make this thing work with his limitations, right? If he can't throw the ball 60 yards, don't call 60-yard pass plays. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And if, if, and, if, and if because of his height, the ball tends to sail on him when he's trying to throw it over the middle, roll him out more. Roll him out. You know, <laughs> yeah, work, do, do plays where that will limit the amount of mistakes he has. And by the way, these, this isn't just a football concept. It's a life concept. Right. <laughs> do things in a way that will limit the amount of possible mistakes. That's what I do in yes. life. That's what I do. Like, at my job, you know, we work in media, right? 
And so when I when I when I go into a studio, no matter what I'm what I'm uh, doing or no matter what I'm working, like you and I have worked Washington Wizards basketball with the great Dave Johnson and Glenn Consor. You know, we've uh, produced those games. I recently did did two on the weekend. When we get in, we set up the studio with different audio recording capabilities and stuff to a way that's going to limit the amount of mistakes we might make. And so Absolutely. if I've got one computer screen here and one there, and I've got the commercial log here and doing like it's going to it's going to it's going to maximize or or or, or broaden the potential for me to make a mistake i like the thing set a certain way i like to record right. on a certain computer i like to, so i make it as comfortable as i can be for the broadcast to limit the amount of st- mistakes that i might make same thing for your quarterback and so if you're like you know what these are the plays we're going to call and you're going to have to complete the passes this way and you're going to have to execute this or or what or you know you're going to throw it in the seventh. why not minimize the potential for mistakes right. and tailor things towards him is exactly what you said because the setup that you use might be different than the setup I use, Correct. but it's up to each one of us to tailor it, to make it tailor. We keep saying that word because that's, <laughs> that's Freudian, right? Tailor it for Taylor. Oh, that might be the title Taylor. of the show. Tailor that's it for Taylor. Yeah, let me write that one down because <laughs> last time we had a brilliant title for the show, we both forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gosh, you guys should have been on that text, that text chain. We're like, what was the title? Like, oh, no, I don't know. I forgot what we were saying we were going to do. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's what they did last night. They tailored it for Taylor. They they utilized the run game, which which I know two uh, brilliant uh, sports talk show hosts have been uh, begging them to do for two years. Like mm-hmm. if you maximize the run game, that takes the pressure off the quarterback. He doesn't have to complete every single pass. Every single pass isn't critical and crucial when you have a run. You have that possibility of a run game to get some of that heat off of you, right? They, they did that. There was a little bit more movement. Every time he's in the pocket, though, I, I sort of winced, right? Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, because you know it's coming. You know, he's like a sitting duck there, right? You know, right. And, and, which he actually uh, sat down like a duck last night and, <laughs> and drew a, a personal foul, but we'll get to that. <laughs> but, but, but like you say, okay, you know, that, this, this is his show this is his show and and they're gonna have to come to grips with that and if they do they'll they'll be competitive at least yeah yeah well let's talk about um you know and of course you know fans are going to be excited media's going to be excited the team's going to be excited and you should be excited anytime after a win um but how excited should this team get after beating the eagles again previously undefeated nobody goes undefeated through a season i mean you know the patriots did it that one year and lost in the super bowl and of course Mm -hmm. you got the 72 dolphins but uh no one expects to go undefeated throughout an entire year the eagles you know, might have been primed for a loss. Who knows? Um, but how big of a win do you think this is for the Commanders? I think it's a huge win. I, I think it's huge. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> ironically, they uh, th- uh, this team um, ruined the, the, the chances of an undefeated Steelers team a couple of years back. On uh, that was the, the COVID year that they had to play Monday Night Football on, I think, a, a, a Wednesday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Not because of the, the, the COVID situation on the Steelers and on the, the, at that time, the Washington football team, but it was something to do with the Ravens, the Ravens, half the Ravens coaching staff uh, were in COVID protocol and they had right. to change their schedule. Anyway, they, uh, they beat an undefeated uh, Steelers team and that team was not the same ever since that, that, that loss. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, I'm excited as a fan as a world-renowned sports analyst, I'm a little <laughs> bit concerned because it all depends on how Scott Turner feels about the success they had last night. Yeah. Does he feel like that was a fluke and <laughs> he just did that for the Eagles game and then we're going to go back next week to see the old Scott Turner with the fake mm-hmm. Jets blast 
action play whatever things you know <laughs> you know so i'm 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 cautiously optimistic because mm -hmm. it all depends on how Scott Turner, if he if he uses this as a discovery, right? I think we're in great shape. Okay, but all but right. if he just did it for the Eagles game, uh, all right. So you want you want to see more? Do you want to see? I want to see more of what I saw last night. Okay, let's talk a little bit about what you saw from the defense. You know, <laughs> we won. <laughs> we won. You ever, you know, I, I'm not perfect. I, I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, um, how can I put this? Have you ever gone to the grocery store and gone grocery shopping and, and then when you go out to the car, you realize maybe there was a case of water under the cart? that that you forgot to scan you know you didn't yes. purposely try to steal it yeah. but you forgot to scan it now i know you and I, and I know you know your personality right i know you 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 take it back in you take it back in and say hey mm -hmm. i've got to pay for this right you know i do the same thing of course last night we got a case of water that we didn't pay for <laughs> <laughs> and we kept it <laughs> 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 we kept it. They played hard, but there was a couple of there was a couple of of, of of key plays in that game that 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 turned it around. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and I, there was three. Uh, one was the uh, fumble by Getter, mm -hmm. which occurred after a, a ferocious face mask that apparently they didn't. <laughs> the officials didn't see. <laughs> and what was so ironic about that? They had to replay it because they wanted to know if, if uh, the runner, was, the the defender, was down by contact. Right. After he so fumbled. they got to see the face mask over and over and over. Over and whatever over. dumb reason, it's like, well, we can't challenge that because that's not a challengeable play. So we can't even pretend. <laughs> we have to pretend like we don't even see. We got to pretend like that's not happening, right? Totally ridiculous. And you're seeing it over and over, <laughs> over and over again. So you know that's the case of water under under the cart that you put in your. In your <laughs> You know, that's that feeling you have when you don't take that case of water back, right? Right, the, the, right. The, the second one was, was actually it was a great defensive play. Uh, when uh, uh, Jalen Hurts hit, I'm not sure if it was uh, A.J. Brown or, uh, uh, or the other receiver, uh, with a beautiful deep pass, caught him in stride, and, and the receiver fell without being touched. And when he got up like he's supposed to do, ran toward the end zone, him falling gave the defenders a chance to catch up to him. Mm -hmm. The ball out, right? You know right. that was fortuitous, right? You know that that wasn't that wasn't as bad as 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 uh, taking the water and putting it in your trunk. Mm -hmm. But the third one was the last. One. <laughs> the third one was the last one when uh, when Heine was in trouble and he was scrambling mm -hmm. around, waving you know, twenty yards back, mm -hmm. and at full speed decides that he's going to take a knee or, or whatever, yeah. right? You know, he just decide. <laughs> he just went down on his knee, right? <laughs> This isn't college football. Yeah. You to, <laughs> you know. Like, 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 and, and again, it wasn't a move where a quarterback is giving himself up. Like, that's the slide. That's right. when he's on the ground, he slides, he's giving himself up. He took a knee as if it was a fair catch. Like, <laughs> right. it doesn't mean he's down to the defenders. And and by the way, the defenders that hit him, it wasn't like they were vicious hits. They, didn't they, hit they were clearly, they clearly <laughs> understood he was down, but they had to do something. And right. so they just tackled him. Like, it wasn't even hard. Him. Like, what? <laughs> but he got up and, you know, uh, as a movie review, I'll say he put on a, a near Academy Award winning performance. Right. <laughs> and well, the ref 
What he did, he threw his hands up like, this is outrageous. Look what they did to me. And then he said, you know what? Yeah, this is outrageous. Maybe we should throw the flag. <laughs> and it worked. It worked. Right, right. But see, he convinced it was them. His passion for the game yep. is what kind of got, him, got him that call, right? So, <laughs> like I said, the defense played played interestingly. They they um, they held the the Eagles to well, that first touchdown was a gimme. They basically held them to, to fourteen and a half points, I'd say, right? You know, because that first touchdown after they got the ball uh, deep uh, uh, in uh, breaking in goal territory uh, from the roughing roughing the. Um, no, I think that. Um, Wait a minute, I'm getting confused here. The first time when they mm -hmm. got the ball, was it uh, was it the pick or was it the roughing the it was the pick after the roughing the Okay. Mm -hmm. Roughing the 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 punter call. After right, they right, got right. the ball back, yeah, then it was the pick and they got the ball deep in Burgundy and Gold territory. So <clears throat> what did you think ab about the performance of the defense? Because they had their ups and downs. It seemed like, the, you know, basically that they had they, they, they had their ups and downs. Um, you know, this this Eagles team has been, um, you know, to be honest with you, for them to hold them to what was it? Twenty one points or whatever. Yes. Bravo. Because, yes. you know, there's no reason to think that this Eagles team couldn't have put up forty five points. Against this defense, <laughs> the way they, they've been looking all season and they didn't and they didn't. You know what the defense did? They held the Eagles from scoring more points than the commander's offense scored. Right. And that's the point. If the game could have been 48 to 45, and I wouldn't have said that that was like a great um, defensive effort from the team, but it was a defensive effort. And and so for the commanders to put together a win like that against the Eagles, I think that it was, a, 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 a again, it wasn't pretty, but this team can't win pretty. They don't know how to win pretty right. just yet. Stick with number four. They might be able to. And uh, the defensive effort, like I said, I think that it was um, just good enough. So, again, we went super long this first segment. We'll take a quick break here on the Federal Football Report. We'll come back with fake news or not. And, of course, Kevin's going to review some movies that he's actually seen this time. He's not going to yes, review yes. movies he hasn't seen. Might have wished I didn't see it, but yes. There you go. It's the Federal Football Report on 1500 AM and anywhere where you get your podcasts. From the playing field to the battlefield, Northrop Grumman stands with the United States Navy and all of those who serve our great nation. That's why we proudly support Navy athletics. Go Navy! Meet Harper, teammate at Truist. Hello! She was born to care and always had your back. Like the time her friend's bumper car took a gnarly hit. Oh no! His retainer went flying, but Harper caught it before it got crushed. Today, Harper's a teammate at Truist, the bank with Truist One checking. With no overdraft fees, a $100 negative balance buffer, and automatic upgrades, Truist One checking has your back too. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. $100 negative balance buffer. Eligibility requirements apply. Truist Bank member FDIC. Naval Academy football is sponsored by OptumServe, dedicated to improving the lives of service members, veterans, and their families. Together, we're committed to improving the health and well-being of those who serve our nation by making it easier to navigate the healthcare system and ensuring health readiness. Wherever the next mission takes them, OptumServe is here to provide high-quality, value-based healthcare services to our country's heroes, serving those who serve us. Visit OptumServe.com slash military health to learn more. That's OptumServe.com slash military health. The Navy Exchange is proud to support the blue and gold. At the Navy Exchange, shop your family's favorite brands in-store or online, including our Navy Exchange anchor partners, Crest, LG, and Ashley Furniture. Go Navy! Protecting what matters most is the mission that matters most. 
That's why at Lockheed Martin, we've spent decades building and connecting the platforms you need to dominate every domain with technologies that protect in the same moment they detect and digital engineering that's more agile and connected than ever. Your mission is a safer, more secure world. Our promise is to help make it happen. Lockheed Martin. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM and anywhere where you get your podcast. I'm Claude Jennings. He's Kevin Stanfield celebrating, uh, well, I guess celebrating, right? And, you know, I call it a yes. big win against the Eagles. Very unexpected. Uh, but the commanders showed up. Uh, and so it's time to uh, have another victory edition of Fake News or Not. <laughs> it's time for Fake News or Not. I've got three uh, statements coming out of Washington. Kevin's got to let us know whether it's fake news or not. All right. The team, five and five on the season right now. Is it too? Uh, it's way. Uh, we, we know we're excited and happy about the five and five record big win against the Eagles, but it's too early for playoff talk. Fake news or not? Fake news. Fake news. We okay. got to talk it. Five and five. We could possibly run the table because the table includes um, division opponents, right? You mm -hmm. know, the. the we got to play the, the G-Men twice and, and Rodney twice within a three week period. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and not, and a new and improved G-Men, uh, G-Men group with, uh, with a uh, healthy Saquon. Right. So mm -hmm. uh, Daniel Jones, uh, he may have lost to the team one time, perhaps maybe. Right. But because he was injured the last time they played and it was, a <laughs> that's when they tried the quarterback sneak when it was like third and 20. <laughs> <laughs> great play, great play calling there. That's right. They'll yeah. never know what we're doing, right? right. No, we'll catch them this time. Yeah. So no, it's, that's definitely fake news. I'm, I'm looking at the playoffs. I'm looking at the, you know, one game at a time. I'm looking at a Houston team that, that was kind of <laughs> pitiful last week uh, mm -hmm. when, when I watched them play it. They had, they, they, Houston has talent. Houston, mm -hmm. um, they, they're just in a, a, I don't know, like a holding pattern or something right now. The team is right. not the same Houston team because of the loss of, 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 of the players that they had in Deshaun. And uh, again, whenever we do this show and I'm thinking about a person, his name's always escaped me. This right. time, <laughs> it's, this time it's the wide receiver that went to the Cardinals. Um, the, uh, uh, oh, um, Hopkins. The D. Yes, yes, Hopkins. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Right. That, this is not that same team, right? But yeah, you know, if we can, um, we can do something there. Is uh, that's a interconference game, mm -hmm. so it doesn't hold the same weight as these division games. But you know, it all goes down to the records. And with the with the boys in blue, with the well, both of Giants boys in blue, with the boys losing <laughs> last week on a. A, a very strange, strange game. The game mm -hmm. that seemed like they had had it in hand. You know, twenty-eight to fourteen. Aaron Rodgers and the boys haven't been able to close out anything for the most part. And what do these guys do? Somehow give it up. Gosh, typical, you know, typical running game. You know, I just think, run the ball. Right. Exactly. You know, you run the ball. You eat up clock. You leave <laughs> less time for the other team. That's football one on one. Apparently, yeah. a lot of these coaches took. Uh, uh, correspondence courses in the game right well and i got a text message from my cousin clyde jenkins who's been on yeah, this show yeah. before he was very upset about the cowboys loss and their decision not to you know run the ball like late in the game and here's what he and here's what he told me he said now he's a direct direct quote now these fools are, are causing me to have to root for the commanders tomorrow because we need <laughs> no, the eagles no. to drop a game now <laughs> no, Clyde. No, no, clyde. We, no, we don't want you we don't want you that's why i knew i felt dirty about this win for some reason <laughs> it's because good old 
old cousin Clyde, Clyde yeah, Jenkins, Clyde, who will be yeah. at my house for Thanksgiving. Okay, uh, uh, all right, upset yeah. because of that. So we'll okay, see. Well, Clyde, you're welcome. All, all right. right. Yeah. Fake news or not? Question uh, number two. Do not look ahead before the G men. You've got two games against the Texans and Falcons, but there's no reason to look ahead. It's one game at a time. Fake news or not? Uh, that's that's uh, that's news. That's news. As, as I just said, uh, you know, the this is the type of game it, it concerns me because other teams seem to, to, for some reason, get up for the commanders, right? <laughs> you see teams, nondescript teams that will play, have their best effort, right? You know, mm-hmm. like guys that you'd never heard of before might rush for 100 yards, right? Mm-hmm. But, but uh, I'm hoping that mo- momentum from this, I'm hoping they don't feel as dirty about this win as I do, you know, because <laughs> they're going to watch the film and they're going to see, you know, that, you know, the, the win is a win. A win is a win. I'm not, you know, okay. All I'm right. not hoping that I'm hoping their conscience doesn't affect them as mine is affecting, <laughs> affecting me. But yes, uh, um, the Falcons with, with a decent quarterback, right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm not sure why they're playing the guy they're playing in Houston. Uh, you know, I guess they don't have a Heineke, but, <laughs> but, but you know, you, if you think about it, this team realistically now, if they do what they're supposed to do and handle business, could be seven and five. In a seven and five weeks. with the Giants coming in town. Yep. That's yep, right. Absolutely. With two against the Giants, they have, in the words of Doc Vader, their destiny is right. <laughs> <laughs> in their own hands. Yes, yes. There so, you go. All right, big news and not question number three. All the off-the-field issues aren't affecting this team on the field. That's news. That's mm-hmm. news because it has nothing to do with them. Right. <laughs> the only thing, the only way it affects them is because guys in the media will keep asking them about that. Yeah. You know, you know what's interesting too? There was, you had, you had a, uh, it wasn't even really a Twitter re- exchange. It was a response to someone on Twitter. And essentially what you said to someone, someone said something like, um, you know, all this stuff that we're talking about and we have a game against Philadelphia and no one's talking about it. And you were like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking to, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sitting here talking about some lawsuit or what the attorney general dc's at like okay yeah it's a story but it's not it's not you know i don't think that it is affecting you know these diehard football fans these commander guys like it's not them they make it out to be we can't even focus the, the team can't focus and fans can't even focus on the game because of this in what world like i'm seeing all i'm seeing a ton of fans focusing on the team and and, and you know they they it's like it's like some fans have been able to separate snyder drama and and front office drama from the team that they love. And mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I I think it's a good sign that it seems like the team isn't letting them affect it, let this affect them. But it also could be kind of a sign that not only are the fans disconnected from this front office and the organization, it's possible the players are too. And yeah. they don't even see themselves as a part of all this drama. And they shouldn't because they're not a part of it. But what what kind of situation is it where you have a I think there's just a divide. I think there's a divide between the fans in the front office, and I think there's a divide between the players and the front office. You know, the, the exchange that you were speaking of, it was with a member of the media. Of course. <laughs> you know, it was he was he, probably he, some guy who also thinks that number four shouldn't be shouldn't start probably. over number eleven because the coaches have made that decision. Probably, probably, but his his point was was uh, that you know we, we should be talking about the undefeated Eagles coming up, and we're asking questions about this. And I said, well, ask some questions about something else. <laughs> that's up You're to in you. control of the questions you ask. <laughs> you ask the question. That's right. You don't have to ask him about that stuff because there are people out here like me who aren't interested, in it and we don't care. <laughs> you know, it's up to you to change the narrative, right? You know, it's right. not up to me. If I had my chance. I'd ask him why they got uh, Wentz and Fitzpatrick 
<laughs> General Haneke, and they wouldn't invite me back anymore. But you know, right. somebody, like we said some, last week, somebody has to ask the why questions, right? Mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. you, you, it's, it's up to you to create the narrative, right? You don't, and see, there's a difference here between like a, a reporter and a columnist. Right. A columnist is designed to let you know his opinion and the reason he feels the way Reporters are supposed to just report the facts right. and then let us draw our own conclusion, which mm -hmm. it shouldn't be a conclusion if you're reporting facts. Facts right. are facts, right? You know, right. So, you know, the fact is, if you don't want us to talk about this off the field uh, lawsuit or whatever, uh, uh, fall the wall, don't talk to us about it. You know, right. it's up to you. You have the paper and pen if you all still use paper and pen in these days, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Or at least you have the electronic device. Kevin, do you mind if I give you a bonus fake news or not? Bring it, bring it. So it's not whether it's news or, or fake news or not. It's go There's going to be a, di a different question. You have to say whether it's this or not, okay? Right, so right, right. last week, we saw last-minute heroics from Kirk Cousins and the Vikings to beat the Commanders at uh, in Washington. Uh, then we saw the Vikings with last-minute heroics uh, and some goofy uh, ball handling from Josh Allen beat the Buffalo Bills there in Buffalo. Meanwhile, we're still talking about quarterback issues here in Washington. Kirk Cousins is out there winning, jealous or not. So not fake news or not, jealous or not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> despite, despite what you've seen the last two weeks. I, yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Right. Yeah, yeah, let him have him, right? He belongs in Minnesota. Let him have him. <laughs> if you go back, look at that um, that famous film of, of, of RG3 against Minnesota where he had the 75-yard run in front of the home sidelines. Everybody on the sideline jumping up and down except for number 12. He's mm -hmm. standing there. He's standing there with his helmet in his hand, just standing there. Right, no, no encouragement, nothing, right, you know. And I, re I remind fans that uh, the rookie season uh, at home against Seattle in the playoffs, he was handed a 14-0 lead, and we ended up losing that game. So, uh, you know, Kirk is Kirk. You know, we, we people feeling bad for him because he got franchised twice, making all the money in the world. All kinds and, of money. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, the, the vaccine is a hoax and all that, you know. What, you know, for, for me personally, uh, good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> and so you're happy to see him leave, um, yeah, and it doesn't I, matter. Happy yeah. to see him leave, happy to see him go. Yeah, <laughs> right. Happy yeah. to see him I, go. I like that. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. All right, we'll be back with another segment. Uh, we'll stop talking football. Kevin's going to review a movie. This one he's actually has seen. It's a Federal yes. Football Report on 1500 AM and Federal News Network. Protecting what matters most is the mission that matters most. That's why at Lockheed Martin, we've spent decades building and connecting the platforms you need to dominate every domain. With technologies that protect in the same moment they detect. And digital engineering that's more agile and connected than ever. Your mission is a safer, more secure world. Our promise is to help make it happen. Lockheed Martin. Meet Harper, teammate at Truist. Hello. She was born to care and always had your back. Like the time her friend's bumper car took a gnarly hit. Oh, no. His retainer went flying, but Harper caught it before it got crushed. Today, Harper's a teammate at Truist, the bank with Truist One checking. With no overdraft fees, a $100 negative balance buffer, and automatic upgrades, Truist One checking has your back, too. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. $100 negative balance buffer. Eligibility requirements apply. Truist Bank member FDIC.
When we work together, everyone benefits. At the Electrical Alliance, we help electrical contractors hire top-trained workers and score more high-paying projects. This leads to lower employee turnover, better quality craftsmanship, and partnerships with influential stakeholders. Plus, a supportive community that has a vested interest in seeing your business grow. The Electrical Alliance, wired for growth. For business opportunities and to learn more about becoming a union contractor, go to the IBEW Local 26 website, ibewlocal26.org. Committed to the team. Committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high-quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report on 1500 AM and anywhere where you get your podcast. You can follow Kevin on Twitter at Stanfield Kevin. I'm at Claude J Media. It's time for movie reviews, a little different than what we normally do. Usually Kevin doesn't watch the movies and he reviews them. <laughs> um, and we were actually, you know, it's funny because you you made a comment on Twitter too, Kevin, that maybe we should just record the show without watching the Eagles game and just see right. how that all plays out. But no, we had to watch the game. Uh, the commanders beat the Eagles, handing the Eagles, Eagles their first loss of the season. Uh, so, Kevin, uh, let's... <laughs> I know everybody's going to want to start with, you know, Wakanda forever, you know, with Black Panther. Let's start with Black Adam, though. Let's start with Black Adam. Yes. Uh, you, you've watched this in pieces. Uh, you were looking forward to this. Talk a little bit about that and what you saw and whether you liked it or not. Well, uh, Black Adam was actually a character that's not familiar to a lot of uh, comic book aficionados. And I didn't know. And I'm going to try not to spoil too much uh, about this movie. Uh, I didn't know the origins of Black Adam until I, I saw some of the, the, the trailers. And it it looked very dark and ominous and 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 like it looked like a guy didn't know if he wanted to be evil or or I just didn't know, right? I thought it was gonna be like very, very intense. Like, you know, the old Dark Knight movies, the dark, you know, the Dark Knight was was, you know caught in turmoil of what he had to do to face the, uh, to uh, face the crime in Gotham. And, and that's what the, the Joker got his advantage because, you know, there was a line that, that Batman wouldn't cross. Right. He said, Joker, I, I cross, you know, any line I want to, cause I'm a bad guy. Right. You know, <laughs> so it was good. It, you know, that's why, you know, Joker's philosophy was evil will win cause good guys have rules. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and this was the case with, with Black Adam. Black Adam was a hero with no rules, right? Okay. You know, right. I, I don't care. I don't care, you know. And I tell you, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I, I was I was shocked. And I was I enjoyed it for the reasons I wasn't anticipating, because I was anticipating, like, to see how it was uh, uh, theatrically, right, how the, the special effects were. I enjoyed it because it was fun. It okay. was a comic book movie, mm -hmm. and it made me smile. It made me root for the good guys and against the bad guys. And and it was just full of, like, one-liners and dialogues. It was almost like I was reading a comic book. Okay. It was so cool. All right. <laughs> I, now I enjoyed it. Now, is it one that you would suggest that would be okay for my son Manny to watch? Because he he kind of wants to watch it, but, you know, we were thinking about going to the movies and catching some family stuff. And of course, he wants to see Wakanda forever, and we'll get to that in a second. But I think he also wants to see Black Adam. What do you think about that? 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I know Manny. Manny is a different kind. <laughs> You're also Manny, the reason why he has a PlayStation, because Mom oh, okay. was going to give All it right. to him because he wanted one or I said it was okay. But once you said... Hey, just get a schedule together, and he can. And so you're the reason he even has that. So I just made the suggestion. It was up to Manny to do the work, right? <laughs> he had to do the work. <laughs> but but yeah, and and the reason I would recommend it for him is because it's a comic book movie. It isn't. Uh, they're not trying to make uh, a theatrical masterpiece based on a comic book. It was it was a comic book movie. The dialogue was quick. It was smart. It was it, it was sharp. It, it was amusing. The characters played well off of each other. And, and um, not knowing what to expect, I wasn't disappointed. I, I think that what they did was, was took uh, like a, a, a basic comic and made it just... It took advantage of what you could do when you're making a movie based on a comic book. All they did was accentuate... The, the comic book action, the comic book dialogue. Mm -hmm. And comic books are fun. They were designed to be fun. In the past 10 years or so, they've taken a very, very dark turn. They, they've gone from uh, comics to graphic novels. But mm -hmm. in this case, uh, the director's name is, uh, uh, it's a French guy. His uh, last name is <laughs> Collet Serrat, you know. <laughs> and uh, he has worked with uh, Liam Neeson on, on a couple of his films. At least I like Liam Neeson before he got old. Yeah. Uh, you know, at some point, you just got to stop beating people up, right? You know, <laughs> at some point, you grow up and mature. You don't have to hurt yeah, anyone anymore. Yeah, you oh, you have somebody else to hurt them, right? You know, <laughs> Taken was a fabulous movie, but that was yeah, 10 yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're getting kind of <laughs> old for that. So that's that, that that genre, right? You know, that he's been working with. But but I think he's found something because, I, I you know, for DC Comics, this is based on a DC comic. Um, they, they, they don't know what they want to be. Uh, Wonder Woman was good. Um, I didn't like Justice League. They, they, they try to be dark. They try to, 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 to toe the line between being a comic book and being a graphic novel. Um, Black Adam wasn't like that. It was, it was strictly comic book and a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Now, now I will tell you this, Black Adam, um, you know, like I was talking about Batman facing the dilemma of not knowing how far to go or having a line uh, drawn, I will not go past this point. Uh, Black Adam didn't have that problem. <laughs> he didn't have that problem. But I will tell you this. This is one of the things I liked the most about the movie. The cast of characters around here, because like I've said in the previous shows, it's based on this part of uh, DC Comics. It was an offshoot. They have the Justice League. This was based on the Justice Society. And they had, um, um, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Aldrich, Aldous Hodge, but okay. he played the character Hawkman. And this dude was vicious. This was, he, I mean, Black Panther, Batman. This is what a comic book guy is supposed to be when he comes to a movie, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm the good guy. You know, he, I think he had a line in the movie, and I'm not trying to spoil anything. Like, you know, my job is to keep the peace, and I will do it by any means necessary. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I love it. I love it. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm yeah, a good yeah. guy, and I'm going to stop at, at there. There's no limit to what I'm going to do to make sure that good things right, happen, right. even if I got to do something bad. Right, right. <laughs> and it also had uh, Pierce Bronson starred as one of the major characters, Dr. Fate, which was a, I guess if you, if you uh, equate Marvel to uh, uh, DC Comics, he's sort of the DC equivalent of Dr. Strange. Okay. But, uh, for different reasons, right? But, <laughs> but the dialogue between all of these characters was just so cool, man, just so funny. And, and they weren't, like, trying to force a bunch of one-liners, man. I, I think Manny, I would love to see what Manny thinks about it. Okay. But uh, 
Uh, but I'm telling you, man, Hawkman, that's that's the man. That's the All man. Right. I'm looking forward to seeing the standalone Hawkman movie. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm going to go to the theaters to see it this week, uh, maybe this weekend, because I don't go to theaters when movies first come out. I don't right. go to see them the first weekend or first week. I just don't. I don't believe it. And it's just too many people, too crowded. You know, I don't want to get So I haven't even seen Wakanda forever yet. I'm going to wait for another two weeks to see that. Uh, you saw it uh, with the wife, I believe. And uh, yeah. tell, tell us your thoughts. Well, I, I went into this. And I was cautious, cautiously optimistic because I didn't want to be disappointed. I mean, Black Black Panther was such a cultural phenomenon. I mean, and, and it's because it it crossed boundaries, right? This this I believe I don't know if we talked about this last week. I can't think of another comic book movie that women wanted to see that women were excited. Well, and then also, I mean, just not even that, like, people who did, had, there were people who had no clue it was even a comic. Like, I mean, that's, right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, then I, 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 I believe I told you there was a report of a, of a church. They all dressed in white because the funeral of T'Challa was was uh, uh, was promoted. Everybody was being in white at the funeral. So, the church booked a, a, a theater and everybody dressed in white. I think uh, that's mine, but that's a little ridiculous to me, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So in terms of spectacle, uh, they had the same director, um, um, Ryan Cochler, Kugler, how you pronounce it, same director as, as, as the Triumphant Black Panther. The thing that made the original Black Panther so good was uh, the African origin, Afrocentric Afrocentricity. I think I like that one. Afrocentricity. Yeah, go ahead with that. Uh, I like that. Right. And the torment, the good and evil, the evil in Black Panther, uh, portrayed by uh, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, they made the evil guy, the bad guy, they made him a sympathetic figure. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because, you know, not only was he left behind, he was right about everything he was saying. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> he was right about, about Wakanda not participating, you know, the world suffering and Wakanda sitting back living in the lot, right, uh, lap of luxury and Wakanda could have uh, helped people, right? You know, there's a difference in philosophy, but he was right. They made you feel bad for the bad guy. Now, Wakanda forever. What they did, I felt kind of manipulated with this right. because the, the 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 premise of the movie is uh, there's another culture that the world isn't aware of, and it's um, uh, uh, underwater. It's, it's uh, they introduce a character. I grew up calling the character Namor, the Submariner, right. and originally he was Prince of Atlantis. Now DC stole it, then they they. Um, borrowed Atlantis and that's where Aquaman hangs out now right you know so they couldn't go directly there so what they did is they gave Namor Namor and his people they gave them Hispanic origins it's like okay, the culture right. of the Mayans mm -hmm. was where his origin, uh, origins lie and and you know I've, I've been to that area I've, I've been I visited Chichen Itza and the pyramids and and saw how powerful and and innovative and scientific and artistic this culture was until the settlers came and brought quote religion and disease with them <laughs> mm -hmm. unquote mm -hmm. right you know so what what I felt this movie did was it manipulated me to feel like it made me root for the black people as opposed to the to the Mayan people yeah. Okay, and in in what ways? It well, uh, the the Namor, Namor or Namor, 
was the bad guy in this movie. He was the bad guy. Uh, and like what Killmonger did in the, the first movie, everything he did was for his people. And he felt like the best way to protect his people is to kill everybody who wasn't his people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know? you know, except for the Wakandans, right? Uh-huh. You know, you know, and, and he offered the Wakandans a chance at, at uh, forming an alliance. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, well, basically, you know, here, here's the deal. Um, uh, we don't want the, these people to know where we are because they messed up society for us. Uh, so when they find out where, where uh, you know, where we are, we're just going to have to wipe them all off the face of the earth. No. <laughs> right, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how uh, they got uh, tied in with, uh, with the Wakandans because uh, it turns out a scientist invented a, a machine to find the material, the uh, vibranium, which, mm-hmm. which is the whole thing is based off comic book movie doesn't really exist the whole the whole whole thing and there was a scientist that invented a machine to help people find vibranium which they thought was only available in wakanda Mm -hmm. it turns out that the scientist found out that that it was available somewhere else Mm -hmm. and it turns out the scientist was uh it turns out she was a teenage girl college student who was a who was a prodigy uh she was played by uh, this actress named Dominique Thorne. I remember the name Dominique because that's my daughter's name. Okay. And and um, young black girl and Wakandans felt it was their responsibility to protect her. Okay. Now, uh, without without a spoiler, this this uh, woman turns out to be the new Iron Man. Mm, they changed okay. the name eventually to Iron Heart. We're, we're seeing a change in the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. Correct. Thanos right. came and shook stuff up. Um, things uh, had to change. There's a new generation coming, and Marvel isn't quite sure of where they want to go with it. I mean, they've, they've, they've abandoned the comic book. This, right. is all, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is all us now, right? Mm-hmm. So, so a couple of things about this movie. There was only two major speaking roles for black men in this movie. Okay. You didn't think about it until afterwards, mm-hmm. right? And it, this is a, a cinematic chick flick with superheroes. Okay. All if right. You think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think about uh, Prince Suri, uh, the queen. Uh, uh, you know, Tisha Wright is the is the princess. Uh, um, Angela Bassett is the queen, right? Uh, Denai Guerrera, uh, you know, from Walking Dead, is the general for the army, right? Mm-hmm. These are the major characters, right? This is why I say this is a chick flick, and and you know, after the death of T'Challa. And there's a not a power struggle, but there's definitely a vacuum. But the the African culture keeps keeps things in place. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple of things here, and let me know if I'm starting to ramble. A couple of things here. <laughs> it seems to me that there was a purposeful intent to defeminize the women. Okay, except to defeminize for the, the queen. Women. Okay, right, except for the, except for the queen, um, they they wore basically generic clothing uh very like sweatsuits and shorts and things mm-hmm. that that did not i'm not saying they got to wear a skin tight stuff like a rihanna video right but <laughs> but you know from a distance you didn't know if these were men or women right mm-hmm. you know they i didn't know they if they if purposely tried to make this thing june uh, gender neutral but like i said there was only two major speaking roles for, for men okay the thing that bothered me the most was it pitted one culture against another, uh, right? Not a philosophy, a culture against another, mm-hmm. and both of these cultures were being manipulated by white people. Okay, 
All right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you've got the two most powerful cultures in the history of civilization, but a couple of white dudes in the room can make them do whatever they want to do, you right. know? And, and so that bugged me. That really bugged me to the to the point where I couldn't enjoy the movie wow. because I felt bad for rooting for the Wakandans against the other the culture, right? right. You know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's you know that's not as a as a world renowned movie critic. That's just a guy watching the movie. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is why you are world renowned because you yeah, review yeah. these movies like a guy watching a movie. Yeah. So I had to, I've ranted about this, you know, and I hope that, that the people who review my reviews understand <laughs> where I'm coming from. They might say, okay, okay, you know, because, you know, that's enough, Kevin. We, we got you. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's okay. But, you know, it was from the heart. It was definitely from the heart. Exactly. I, I think uh, in terms of, of being a family film, there's a, there's a lot of death in here. Speaking of death, I think that the, the most noteworthy thing of this movie was the brilliant way they paid tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Okay. Okay. It was it was it was not over the top. It had nothing to do with the funeral. Mm-hmm. That that storyline and you know, they um he he died, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. They didn't explain what happened between the end of Thanos and and Chadwick Boseman and T'Challa's death. They didn't explain what happened in that 5-year period. Um they 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 honored him brilliantly in the movie, and right. I really appreciated that. But I, I you know, I did think they, did they tie in the end game stuff that that whole thing? They did tie that in. Um, I don't think this was a spoiler. No, okay. no, okay, okay, no. I mean the whole the whole planet. Nobody in in the planet tied in, uh, tied it in right, which is kind of strange because that's where the end game battle took place. Mm-hmm. It was right. Honda, you know. Right. That, uh, that wasn't the end game battle. That was the the battle before the end game when yeah, Thanos actually won. won. You know, mm-hmm. and they almost <laughs> here's something else, man. And, and, and you know, please take this with a grain of salt, listeners. Um, there's sort of a philosophy that. That that there's a certain segment of society that would use black people to just help them win, and then there's hope, right? <laughs> you know? Right. It goes back. Uh, they used to say about the old Boston Celtics, uh, Red Albeck. Uh, there was a saying. Uh, Tony Conrad told me this. Uh, uh, what did he say? One on the road, two on home, three if you're behind. Right. That's how many black people they were letting the game, right? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's basically like, you know, they almost beat Thanos because they came to Wakanda and Suri's using the technology to get the stone out of um out of the vision's head. Anyway, I've said all this to say. Yeah, I'm ranting. I know this isn't your, your typical <laughs> But I'm thinking I'm thinking, A, you should go see it. Mm-hmm. And B, I'd love to be able to talk to somebody about it, you know, afterwards, right? Yeah, I can't wait. We'll talk about it. You and I will talk about it. Oh, you can hit me up on Twitter at Stanfield Kevin. Give me a DM and we can discuss it. Tell me if I'm wrong. But I'm feeling kind of right about this one. (laughs) There we go. You're feeling kind of right about it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we'll be back next week. Uh, We'll talk about the um, commanders, hopefully, you know, getting another win against those Texans with the Falcons on deck. This is the Federal Football Report. Splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a three-in-one formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. It keeps you seeing safely all year long. Pick up some at Walmart today. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. 
And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.